This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 207. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? Good. Good. Also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Brilliant. Hanging in there, bud? Yep. Nice. Uh, what movie did we have you watch this week? Snow White and the Huntsman. Snow White and the Huntsman. Picked this in honor of Huntsman. What is it called? The Huntsman Winner's <laughs> War? I love how every everything's a war now. Every movie it's a yeah, war. It's called Winter's War. Winter's War. The Huntsman Winter's War. Oh, boy. Pick this in honor of that one coming out. This was the first one. Uh, if I understand the trailer for the new one correctly, this the the new one's actually a prequel to this one. Oh boy! Yeah. Watch this, out. So this is directed by Rupert Sanders. This came out in 2012. I have a synopsis here. In a twist to the fairy tale, the Huntsman, ordered to take Snow White into the woods to be killed, winds up becoming her protector and mentor in a quest to vanquish the evil queen. This stars Kristen Stewart, Chris Hemsworth, Charlize Theron, uh, Bob Hoskins is in there, Ray Winstone, Nick Frost, Eddie Marzen, Toby Jones. Got a number of people. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, well, Snow White's mom, in the movie, she's a queen. And everything in her kingdom is white. And she breaks her finger on a rose bush, and blood falls from it. And apparently, she likes the contrast of the red on the white. So she's a, she wishes to have a baby that. It is basically beautiful and smart and tough. And a couple weeks later, she has, or not a couple weeks later, a couple months later, has a baby. And then almost immediately falls ill and dies. So it's only, well, I guess she doesn't have made it. After she's a baby, it might be like five years till she falls out. But then a couple weeks later, it squirrels your heads and takes advantage of the whole situation. Or not truly stern. Takes advantage of the whole situation and tricks the king into marrying her and Ishmael is their man. He kills him or she kills him and Snow White walks in afterwards and finds her dad dead. And this queen imprisons her in this high tower in the castle for a good number of years. Fast forward throughout the years and that girl actually ends up escaping the castle and escaping the old grounds 
and goes through the forest and is trying to just get away from this whole predicament. And the queen doesn't have magic powers in this forest. So she sends a huntsman after Snow White to capture her and bring her back. And the huntsman ends up finding her. And then they sort of team up and go back and try to kill Shirley's threat. And when they do that, they made a couple dwarves. It's not the same number. It's not seven dwarves this time. And if I remember correctly, the dwarves are actual normal-sized people. Yeah, they are. And green screen to look smaller. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's a gimmick of some sort. <laughs> I guess that's one way of putting it. You can call it a gimmick, uh, I guess. Uh, um, they're, I'm guessing they're trying to rip off the seven dwarves. However, uh, they, they don't really do that at all. Uh, this, anyway, the dwarves find out that she's the princess, and the one dwarf is blind, so all his other senses are heightened, and he realizes that Snow White is the only one who can kill the the evil queen. I'm not even going to ask how he, that, how he knows that. Blindy. I think it was Blindy Dwarf. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, it, it's, uh, apparently it's all to do with fair blood. Like he has royal blood in her, so he's able to kill anything magic, I'm guessing. But uh, they, they eventually make their way back to the kingdom. Sort of sneak their way into that, and the 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 queen at this point, the queen is thought she killed Snow White by giving her a poison apple, but it only put her to sleep, and she wakes up in the middle of nowhere, and they attack the queen. They all rally together and attack the queen. And end up killing her. And everyone lives a play of breath. <laughs> oh, great. So, what'd you think of this thing? Uh, not cool. Not, not cool. But, but that, that kind of sounds better than what your usual answer. Because your usual answer is like, you fucking hated it, or fuck this movie. It's terrible. Well, uh, it wasn't that awful. It was just, like I said last week, there are certain movies that are all about the original and possibly animated. <laughs> and this whole not so dwarf thing. And the whole, uh, just, it just seems like they're trying to capitalize on money. And make an edgier Snow White movie for older people. 
and it just didn't work. And now they're trying to make a sequel, which is actually a prequel. <laughs> like, just let it go, Disney. You have enough money. This actually wasn't Disney that put this one out. This was Universal. Uh, really? I thought, I thought it was. No, I don't think so. All right, well, you way. Stop trying, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why there weren't seven doors. Because it's not Disney. Probably, because if... Uh, and I could be completely wrong, but I think th- the whole seven doors thing was a Disney creation. Uh. So, yeah, you're probably right about that with the dwarves. Or dwarfs, as they call them in the, the title. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Dwarfs. This was, sadly, Bob Hoskins' last movie. Mm. This was his last credit. He's probably awesome in it, though. He was one of the dwarves, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the, he was the blind one. Mur? Yeah. How was Mur? Was Mur awesome? Uh, I, I guess. If okay. I remember correctly... The dwarves were the best part of this whole movie, and they weren't even in it that much. Yeah, they were kind. Of, they were kind of funny at some point. I think that I think that that's why I ended up going to see this movie because of looking at the dwarves and seeing that it's Bob Hoskins and Ray Winstone and Nick Frost and Eddie Marsden and Toby Jones. <laughs> and that's that, awesome. Actually, that might be a reason I like this too, because I like when they get all shit based. And try to do door stuff. <laughs> try to do and door stuff. What's the door stuff that they're trying to do? <laughs> uh, like sing shit when they're blind. Sh- sing tunes. Yeah. Hmm, nice. Uh, I just looked. I didn't even remember this, but I did review this movie for the site. I yeah, I was pretty sure that you saw this. Because yeah. I remember you telling me, I think the main thing that I remember... Maybe I'm getting this confused with another movie, but you did like the there's a scene where like Charlize Theron like descends into like a like a pool of milk or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, the milk bath. <laughs> that, that makes the, the, you said it looked wonderful, but it didn't really make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, they just they just showed it for no reason. Her just taking a milk bath. That's um, one thing that got me. It was on the. Stupid fucking uh, accents. Like we, they all have English accents. Like we get it. You're in old England. Stop doing stupid accents. I mean, if they're all English, wouldn't it make sense that they have the English accents? Wouldn't it be weirder if they had like Southern accents? Yeah, sometimes the dwarves aren't like as. Not everyone in the movie has an English accent. And that, that immediately takes away from it. Please don't tell me Chris Hemsworth. I was just going to Does he do an accent? Nah. Well, yeah. Well, Chris no. Hemsworth's not American. Of course he would have an accent, Kevin. I, th- I mean, does he do. Yeah. He can't he's not British, is he? Things. No, he's, he's Australian. But that's what I mean. Does he do a British accent, though? I uh, know. I think he does. Does he? Does Kristen Stewart do it? Yeah, see, that's the one that I'd be more concerned about is Kristen Stewart doing an Kristen. English accent. Well, no, well, the reason I didn't ask because I thought there's no way they have Kristen I don't think they did. I don't think they had her do it. There's no way. <laughs> what? The accent? Oh, yeah. They had her do the accent? Yep. 
No. Huh. I don't remember that's that. Ter- that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't remember that. Ah. That's pretty ridiculous, though. In my review, I said Kristen Stewart plays her normal open-mouthed self, bringing absolutely nothing to the table. Would you agree with that, Ryan? She does have an open-mouthed one. And, uh, also, in my review, I said that she doesn't talk too much during the movie, except at the very end when she gives a really bad speech, which I remember it was right before they went to like battle, and she gave she gave like a rousing speech to the troops. And I remember yeah, being. When- when she wakes up from being poison, dressed to make uh, influential, get up and give speech. A little pep rally. I assume it works because a little, little post coma pep rally. Hmm. Out of absolutely nowhere, she uh, falls asleep, and the two dudes that are with her, the the one. I can't think of his name. He doesn't play a big part at all. It's one of the people that, when she first gets kidnapped, this little kid escapes, and then, like, 15 or 20 years later, or whatever, they find each other, and they're magically best friends, and, and Chris Hemsworth. And they both kiss her while she's sleeping. And apparently, Chris Hemsworth's kiss makes her wake up. Uh-oh. And be a badass. <laughs> she, she becomes, like, superhuman. Yes. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Let's see what this got on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. This got a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Not, not not too bad. I gave it a 4 out of 10 on the site. I did not enjoy myself with this one. Uh, this uh, It lost money at the box office, so it had, a, it had a $170 million budget, and it only grossed $155 million in the U.S. Uh, now, I don't know... Oh, boy, Gabina says it grossed almost $400 million. Yeah, so worldwide worldwide it did gross 396 million so in the end i it did make enough money to warrant a sequel unfortunately for everyone <sighs> yeah as long as you make some money you're guaranteed a sequel nowadays it seems like yeah as long as you <laughs> just as long as one person shows up they're like well someone out there wants to see this let's keep it going now maybe maybe they think that the, like the international box office is gonna want another one of these. Maybe that's what it comes down to. It's just weird that it's such an odd angle to take with this. Like you know, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I love I love Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Loved it. I wish it was more about the Huntsman." <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish there were more epic battles and yeah. everything is like really dark and looks like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's like, uh, why? Well, oddly, you know, th- this year that this came out, 2012, Mirror Mirror also came out, which was yeah. also a Snow White movie that was kind of the exact opposite, where that one, well, while it was live action, it, it didn't take a dark turn. It was more like a, a bright colorful version 
Yeah. I didn't see that one, but that one is supposedly quite bad as well. Yeah, did not hear good things. Uh, who who directed that? Was it? Did Tarsum Singh direct that? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think he did. Yeesh, not great. All right. Uh, let's talk about the director, Rupert Sanders. So he did. Uh, looks like Snow White and the Huntsman was his first movie. No. Get out of here. That was his directorial debut. Get out of town. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did a short film called Black Hole. Uh, he did a, it says video short, How to Destroy Angels, The Space in Between. Yeah, it's a music video. Ooh. I think he was a music video director or something before this. Uh, his next film is uh, something called The Juliet, which he's attached to. Uh, I don't know what this is all about. Let's take a look. Nah, it just says it's a sci-fi movie. But he's also doing the Ghost in the Shell movie. Are you serious? Yeah, that was that's been in the news last week for all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons, yes. Now, are are you guys fans of Ghost in the Shell? Are you familiar with Ghost in the Shell? Nope. Um, uh, no. I uh, I attempted to get into Ghost in the Shell because when that uh, the series standalone complex when that came out, everybody was hooting and hollering about how good that was and i tried to watch it several times and i was just couldn't get behind it just couldn't Could get into it. it i really I, tried it, I, it looks good to me it looks like it would be up my alley i don't know and i'm pretty sure that i've seen and liked the movie but i remember nothing about it because i know the, the movie is what started it all and i, and I think that i seem to remember liking that one it's a very uh, like Blade Runner esque story. Ooh. Yeah, I just love the title. That's a great title. It is a great title. It's a, gr- it's a great title. Lots of hacking and stuff in there for you, Ryan. Oh shit! They hacking? Yeah. They hacking stuff? Yeah, they're hacking all kinds of stuff. I think. Oh man, that's wicked. I mean the the new the the new movie has a pretty decent cast. I mean you have Scarlett Johansson as the lead, but then you have uh, Michael Pitt, Julia Binoche. Takeshi Kitano. Oh, shit. Yeah. Little beat. Little beat Takeshi action. I wonder if they tried to make him look more white. <laughs> That'd be funny if they did. <laughs> they did the opposite of everything. <laughs> they made the white people look Asian and the Asian people look white. Because that's what they do in anime, right? I mean, they with anime, they deliberately make the eyes of everyone very, very wide and Western. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's that's what it is. Hmm. I'm gonna. Well, you got beaten there. I'm, I'm watching it. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'll definitely see it. It's weird that it's being shot in New Zealand though. I'm not sure because it seems like a type of movie to be shot in Japan, right? <laughs> like Tokyo. But you think maybe maybe they're shooting in multiple locations. Who knows? Maybe maybe use all Asian actors. Yeah, that's Just it. perhaps. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, all right, Ryan. Back to the Snow White business. Do you have any final thoughts before we give you your drum roll on this? It was a little better than the most other shit I thought. Oh, uh, wasn't that awesome? That is a ringing endorsement right yeah. there. Sounds like completely middle of the road. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go ahead and give you your drum roll, Ryan. What do you give Snow White and the Huntsman? Five. That is a 5 out of 10, middle of the road. 
That is a manila folder, folks. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, I remember almost nothing about it, so definitely didn't have any I, kind of impact saw, on me. I saw it before when I first came out. Oh, so this is a rewatch. Yeah. Really? And I I didn't remember. That. I mean, I remember the basic premise of the movie, but not much else. Yeah, I I remember fragments. I remember it being really bad, and I just I didn't like anything that I was watching. And I remember when the big epic battle scene was about to begin, and I was like, oh okay, this looks like it's gonna be fun. And then like Kristen Stewart comes in with her sword and her shield, and I remember just being like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. It's weird for me because obviously I certain movies I love women in. And well I don't certain love movies Kristen I love women Stern. in. Well I don't love Kristen Stern. You want to love she her? Was, she was the she was in the movie. What's that called? Was it Pie Eaters or something like that? Cake, cake, the Cake Eater or Cake Eaters? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so she gets a great best for that. Oh. And she, so she's always the round. I normally love her. But this just didn't do it for me at all. Mm. What about Chris Hemsworth? How do you feel about him? Um, Actually, to tell you the truth, I thought... He was Liam for a long time. <laughs> so I don't really, really care about him. Uh, don't worry. I, I, I felt the same thing. Like, I, for the longest time, I didn't know that there was two Hemsworths. There was two Hemsworths? <laughs> I just thought it was the same person. There's actually more than two, I believe. Yeah, I think there's three or maybe even four. Yeah, there's, there's a, too many Hemsworths. There's a man. lot of Hemsworths. Too many. Too many Hemsworths. Hemsworth. Let me let me see. Just out of curiosity, how many of these Hemsworths are? Out of? <laughs> how many Hemsworths we got out there? How many how many Hemsworths are in circulation right now? Uh, it looks like there's Chris, Liam, and Luke. Ooh, okay. Luke you don't hear Hemsworth. about Luke that much. And then there's also a Joe Hemsworth, but I don't know if he's related. I I hope he is. Joe. <laughs> Joe Hemsworth. Yeah, Luke Hemsworth is. He was in that. Infinity movie. It was a pretty bad sci-fi movie, and he's in some other uh, not so great things. Yeah, the um, Meg Griffin of Thames. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think about this Huntsman Winners War business? No, I'm, I was I was kind of into this because I heard Snow White, but that is nothing at all. That it just me. So you're into Snow White. You're all about the Snow White. I mean, when I was looking, I love Disney shit. So yeah, sorta. So Snow White's not even in this one. She's she's not even around. This is before no. this is before Snow White existed. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck what happened before then. This one has a really solid cast too. I mean, this one's got Charlize Theron, Chris Hemsworth. Jessica Chastain, Rob Brydon, Nick Frost, Emily, Emily Blunt. I mean, really solid cast. Strong cast. But, man, it looks so bad. Wait, are the, are the doors in it? 
Well, yeah. Nick Frost is back as Nyon. I'm, I'm, I guess that's his name. That might make you watch it. Make you want to watch it a little bit. I mean, I guess Rob Bryden is also a dwarf. His name's Griff. Quite likely. So I'm thinking that he's probably also a dwarf. This is also going to be someone's directorial debut. The yeah. only other film he's made is Carrot vs. Ninja. Short. Yes, yeah, so this is Cedric Nicholas Troyan. They're not going to have Bob Hoskins anymore. So no, seven dwarves. Well, it looks like there's only a couple dwarves in this one. They probably won't be happy about that. Well, uh, I think that the, the lack of dwarves is going to be the least of this movie's problems. Yes. There's, there's going to be many other issues with this one. Currently, this has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's off to a good start. Uh, yeah, t- 100 review, 104 reviews counted so far. Oof. There is a consensus. The Huntsman Winter's War is visually arresting and boasts a stellar cast, but neither enough to recommend this entirely unnecessary sequel. Whew. This short leads to run dick another mouth path. Probably. Probably. It looks like there's something going on with the, the mirror in this one where it's like liquid. It's like she wears the uh, mirror or something. That's a, in yeah. this one, the mirror hangs on the wall, but then it transforms into a human, or not a human, a person and that's made out of liquid. <laughs> so it's like the Terminator? <laughs> it's the T-1000. yes. That is a very good... Oh, God. I never thought of that, but yes. How did you go the entire podcast without mentioning that? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. So they have the mirror turn into, like, so he, like, walks and talks and shit? <laughs> he, like, like, when... He's hunting for Sarah Connor. There are dogs in the mirror. <laughs> it, like, like, oozes out and becomes a person. Does, on the steps. So what prompts him? How does he know when to turn into a mirror? Does I someone feel, come up to him and he's feels like, like it. hey, I need a mirror? He feels like stretching his legs. Can he do anything else besides being a mirror? No, I, you don't see anything. You don't even see his face. Because you would think that you would just buy a mirror instead of having a guy... They can turn into it. That's just really bizarre. It seems like a lot of excess baggage, but the mirror has, that's where she gets her power from, is the mirror. Okay. Because it, I don't know if it does anything other than uh, predict the future, but that's what it does. But can you just, like, why does he have to turn into a mirror for that? Can you just be like, yo, this is the future? Well, I think his base, he's like normally a mirror. Like, that's his default. Yeah. Yeah. That's his default uh shape. Oh, so, so his power he, so he's a mirror that can that his power is that he can turn into a man. Sort of, yeah. That's so bizarre. When Charlize gives him the okay to do that. Yeah, that just, should be the fucking movie. That is interesting right there. I just want to see the daily life exactly. of this. Like just like what does she do on a normal day? How does she interact with the mirror? What, what does the what, mirror what, do? What, what, what is he turning into a man for? Like, what What does he have to do? Sit on the steps, apparently. <laughs> As a man, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's just so bizarre to me. 
Does he have errands to run and stuff? <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Go give me a carton of milk. <laughs> is that yeah? Is that his other job? Give me a towel for my bath. I need... He procures the milk for the milk baths. Yeah, that's what it is. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's just another one of the just pointless. I mean, it looks cool, but the point, like, what's the point? None of it. None of it makes any sense. And I, I'm it sure does, that that's how it this does movie. look cool. But if you think about it, the Terminator in T2. When, uh, what's, uh, I can't think of his name. Who? John Connor? No, the other Terminator. Terminator? The other T1. T1000. There's only two in T2. There's the Terminator. He's the T800, I think. And then there's the T1000. Alright, it's the T1000. Yeah, he's the liquid metal one. And what year was the movement, man? God. It was like what ninety two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, this in two thousand fifteen or whenever the fuck this made <laughs> looks almost identical as far as TV to something twenty years ago. Yeah, I remember that it looked a little weird. Hmm. Uh, either way, the, the I'm imagining that this is going to be the last one in this series it also doesn't make sense to me like i don't i don't i'll probably have to see the movie to understand how it fits together with the first one which i'm not going to go see so i'll never know the answer to this but i just don't get how all of this fits into the original one because in the original one or in this new one it's like emily blunt is the queen and something happens she loses her baby and she turns into the Ice Queen, and then she's the one that trains all these huntsmen. And Chris Hemsworth is a huntsman, Jessica Chastain is a huntsman. But it's like, are they really huntsmen? Because it seems like she's training an army. It seems like she's just creating an army. A huntsman is a guy that goes out and hunts food for you. And this one, at the very beginning, Charlize Theron has a blurb about how She's taking over other kingdoms, and she just moves from kingdom to kingdom. So then, I guess we know that Emily Blunt's gonna lose because she's not even in this this uh, first uh, one. Uh, yeah, I assume. Yeah. And then what? I guess Chris Hemsworth switches sides and goes to work for Charlie Theron, probably under duress. More than likely. And this one, uh, the key thing is money. Uh, Chris Stewart brought him, and then Ainsley's like, all right, I'm helping you. It just it doesn't make sense. Like, what are the motivations of this Huntsman? He needs money. I get it. I also don't get how all of this is because, uh, Charlize Theron's character wants to be the prettiest, <coughs> the prettiest woman in all of the land. That's, yeah, like, that's, what is that's the reason, reasoning behind all of it. I mean, come on. If you're going to remake this and make it real and gritty and whatever, give her different motivations, please, because that's, come on. Well, also, like, what does she get out of that? Exactly. Like, how does that, you know, how does that make her life better? What what happens if she's she's at the top, you know? Right. What What are the perks? What does she gain? What does she gain? 
I don't understand. Why they did prequels for money. Because that that way she can always be at the top, but work her way to the first movie where she ultimately loses. Yeah, I, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want any part in this business. This winner's war. This huntsman stuff. Tired of it. Thank you. I'm tired of all of these movies. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan, on these hunt the huntsman movies? Nope. Um, I wash my hands. All right. Do you have? Uh, did you see Mirror Mirror also? No. Oh, you never saw that one. I was wondering no. how they compared. I completely forgot about. I heard about that when it came out, and then didn't hear anything else. So I assume it was just terrible. I actually rewatched the original Snow White not too long ago because we did a Blu-ray review. Disney did a re-release on Blu-ray not too long ago. Uh Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it holds up. It's still impressive as hell. And there's. There's some uh, like behind the scenes stuff on the Blu-ray that talks about how they were able to to make that movie and it's freaking crazy. Like they used the, like the setup that they used, they they built this like crazy camera that had like 10 lenses and they it was like three stories high and they had to layer like glass on top of everything and it's just the way that they had to invent things to make this movie was really impressive. <clears throat> But yeah, uh, my suggestion would be just to stick with the original animated one and call See, it. See, I've been we've been talking about them so much. I kind of want to do that. Just go back and watch all the old ones. Yeah, it feels like recently we have been talking about a lot of Disney stuff. Just want to get into it. Yeah. All right, I think it's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulsenet, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.